Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And we have a guest director. Oh, and my name is R. Neville Johnston, and as I'm, always. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight, we are going to talk about techniques of thought. So it's very beneficial for you to gain mastery over your thinking and over your life. But before we get into that, did you have anything to say, or shall we jump right in? Well, yeah, let's just jump right in. You had, okay. uh, well, you were going to introduce. Uh, one of uh, there are a number of different things I, I was thinking of talking about, but we have, the typical person has a running negative dialogue that goes on in their head. And we're using negative um, just yeah. for sake of speed instead of saying the least desirable mm -hmm. uh, thoughts. And then we have some that are more affirming that go on in our head all the time. And because the negative thinking or that least helpful thought is so dense and heavy, it tends to be the loudest thought in our mind. And it goes over and over and over. You didn't get all your work done at work today. You're go you've got to get prepared for that meeting. You've got to do whatever that chatter is that's going on in your head that brings you down like sandbags in a hot air balloon. It, it's, it's really oppressive and overwhelming. And coming from a place where growing up, my my family had uh, my father particularly he was a worrier so we had a lot of that energy going on in and you know where we would get in tape loops in our head of, of this kind of stuff and what we seek when we seek some kind of um, comfort from another person is for someone to say it's going to be okay right so I found that by saying in my own mind everything is going to be okay it relaxed me as mm -hmm. if I had gotten that from someone else. We get so used to living vicariously through other people, communicating even with ourselves vicariously through someone else, mm -hmm. which then involves having to manipulate them or to coerce them in some way or to sit there and hope, quote unquote, that they're going to do it. And so then we are held hostage to that other person. Yeah. So if we circumvent that and say everything is okay, and I found that if people have a hard time sleeping, wake up, and your mind's racing with thoughts and anxiety, just say everything is going to be okay. And what you find is your body just hears the words and says, oh, everything's going to be okay. It had been listening to how everything was going to mess up, and so it calms down. Nice. So your assignment for that this, this week is to tell yourself everything is okay every chance you get. Well, our society has for years taught us that nothing can possibly work, that we're horrible, that we're, you know, all the rest of that, which is chang catter. Uh, the easier it is um, for you to counsel yourself, and you can actually get to the point where you say, uh, you are your own guru, you know, and, and this, is, this is the point. As you were just saying, if you tell yourself that or someone else tells you, as long as you're receiving the information, and the more self-existing we all become, the easier it is for the entire group uh, to move forward. So of the techniques of thought we may introduce this evening, and we have for so many years on this program done nothing else other than to uh, introduce techniques of thought. The very first one that I recall was that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you say to yourself is, I claim my power. 
and you just keep saying that to yourself until that automatically is the first thought in your day. It takes some time to get it to be automatically the first thought you have in your day, but you can certainly do that. And then after you've done that for a long while, it becomes a different uh, but equally powerful. And then many years later, uh, it's a much greater. Uh, just opening your eyes downloads enough power for you to um, command industry, to create opportunities, to vanish uh, any negative thoughts you might have. Now, once you get used to starting the day on a positive note, you can uh, begin the entire process, again, we've taught for thousands of years now, uh, to be aware of your dreams, because your dreams are really, truly much more than dreams. And uh, of course, the um, reptilians would like you to believe that your dreams are nothing. And that's, of course, not the truth. And the reason the reptilians would have you believe this is that they realize our dreams destroy them. And that's pretty much the way that works, by the way. Um, okay, there's another technique of thought. Dream yourself happy. Dream yourself powerful. Dream yourself successful. I last two nights ago, whenever that was, I went to bed and I said, okay, well, we'll program the dreams. And we'll program the dreams with a very simple code, uh, which is I dream myself awake. I'm not talking about lucid dreaming. What I mean is when I wake up, I'll wake up. In the meantime, I can enjoy the dream. Who did that song, I Dream Myself Alive? Uh, I didn't know dream that. that. It, it was, um, was it Moody Blues, maybe? Who anyway, knows? Anyway, I always liked that line, and it reminds me of what you were saying. Yeah, I Dream Myself well, Alive. Well, something that I think is, is so powerful to, to understand is that other people's thinking and other people's edicts and, prona and pronouncements and judgments are like viruses that go inside the mind and start acting out. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the, we see this a lot in doing this, this type of work that we do, um, intuitive work and such. Um, and we'll be doing a show in the future on getting readings and, mm -hmm. and how to dismiss those. But over the years, and I'm sure you have seen many, many as well, where people have come because someone has have given them a reading. <clears throat> like a yeah. couple of people have come to me and said, that when they were younger, they had had a tarot reading where the reader said, you always have enough, but you'll never have any more than that, meaning financially. Yeah. And I have seen people that go from that reading and for 50 years, 30, 40, 50 years, yeah, yeah. have created only just enough and never quite getting over that, mm -hmm. <coughs> that hump uh, of that. Yeah. And it's so powerful what a limiting thought implanted in someone else's head can do. And so tonight, uh, we're bringing this up to let you know that there are techniques and, and uh, things you can do to not let these other ideas or these ideas from other people infiltrate your mind. It's a form of hypnosis, and it's done in marketing as well. It's done everywhere. And how it happens is the person that is seeking to control the other person, whether it's someone doing a a reading that may not be as reputable as some other people or a, a salesman or whatever. It is to make you afraid, number one, by telling you something about you is messed up. Your chakras are broken or your, your, you have a, this terrible curse on you or whatever this is, or you need deodorant or you have to get the security system. Whatever it is, 
It is inflicting a fear on you, which then automatically turns your thoughts imploding in on itself because you get into a survival loop and you start, oh my God, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. Okay, I'll buy whatever you have to sell. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it works. And so the techniques of thought is really about understanding how thought happens in your mind and how your consciousness is bigger than your thoughts. And so if you can get connected to your consciousness, then mm -hmm. the thoughts no longer have power over you. And remember, any thought that anybody else is handing you is merely programmed energy that you can reprogram. Like I have mentioned on the show many times about my experience where I was having a vision that I was dying and this person walked in and I thought they were healing me. They grabbed my hand and I could feel my life force being pulled out and I was dying. Mm -hmm. And so inside my soul, a voice arose and said, thank you for healing me. And immediately I reprogrammed by saying that the energy and it became a very powerful healing experience and I immediately yeah. got all of my life force back. Mm -hmm. So any of these viral programs with your boss telling you you're not good enough or your parents when you were a kid or somebody you've gotten a reading from or a thousand million other things, you claim your power by saying thank you for healing me. And this is the way it works and to reinstate positiveness throughout everything that happens till you get to the point where the slightest bit of, um, pardon the expression, uh, down, uh, the slightest downer uh, has not only no effect, but it, it has the effect of pushing you up, making you brighter, making you happier about all this stuff. Uh, in, the, um, in dreaming myself awake, when I woke up, was awake, I recited to myself that I had dreamed myself aware which was different than the programming I went to sleep with, but the programming overnight had switched from awake to aware, which mm -hmm. is very interesting tell. So we can constantly be uplifting ourselves, and if we don't do this, then we don't do it. But we can do it, and so here, let me make that one easy for you, and another technique of, of uh, thought is uh, self-love. Okay, we all have some degree of self-love, yes? Okay, no matter what that degree is. Self-love is self-discipline. Okay, so self-love is self-discipline, meaning that um, it's, uh, if you love yourself, then discipline yourself to wake up stating that you are your power. I am my power. Self-love is self-discipline. This is a very, um, a great ease, a grace. A grace is- I love that, and also I would like to just add to that. Mm -hmm that the word discipline, redefine it as self-love. I mean, the, the definition um, also in reverse because we think of discipline as a denial or a taking away or a diminishment of some nature, but actually discipline is an act of love. And another thing about discipline, it's disciple and disciple, the language code. Uh, so you're our, you are your own, when you are your own guru, then you are also your own disciple. Mm -hmm. And so all of this fits in the language really well, the language codes, is that once you recognize the language codes, so forever we've been teaching the language code should. The word should is guilt manipulation. You want to see how it works? Okay. You should know that. 
Now, that makes you guilty for absolutely nothing, and once you're guilty, you're highly manipulatable. <coughs> and this happens 24-7, but not as much as it did. Notice how they hyped 2012 till, uh, what, people were throwing up, I think. There was that much hype behind it. The movie that was supposed to frighten you to death was actually a comedy, seeing Woody Harrelson get blown up. Oh, that was really funny. Now, it was. That was the funniest scene in that. Okay, what about it? Oh, Woody, those were the days. We love you, Woody. And that was a, affection. Now, the... Uh, oh, yeah, the next thing they attempted to pull, because we had stopped being frightened because nobody in mass died at that moment in 2012. Nobody died. We're going to have to frighten the people. What do you want to do? Financial cliff. Ooh. Nobody bought it. Nobody bought it. Okay? On a mass level, nobody bought it. And that means we're waking up. <laughs> now, the thing about it, the things that's the technique of thought, the thing that will end war, the, the thing far more powerful than war is actually love. I'd love to go to war, but no thanks. There you go. Cannot put the entire country in jail. You just simply can't. The next, the kids that are two and three, there is no possibility they're going to go to war. There just isn't. They're too awake. It'll make them laugh. It, it really will, this concept. Well, All right. before we get too far away from the discipline we and the disciple, from, yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I thought it was a powerful thing that you were observing about the disciple and the discipline. Mm -hmm. um, with, the, with the redefinition of discipline as being an act of love and not an act of punishment or self-flagellation, is that what that's called, where you wear yourself? Yeah. If you look at it as an act of self-love, it's actually a very self-loving thing to be on your path as a disciple because we learn so much when we, when we give ourselves away, meaning that we find something bigger than our ego identification. And I would say that's one thing in our spiritual path in mass right now, where everyone is becoming aware of being their own guru and their own disciple and all that, is that they're not going through that disciple process, that apprenticeship, mm -hmm. because a lot is gained there. Um, I think that there's a fine line between being manipulated and being a, a, a herd animal by being herded over here by those guilt manipulations, those viral yeah. mental programs that are used on us mm -hmm. uh, all the way through our religion to our politics to schools and to our interpersonal relationships and being so independent that we can't open up to new thought too. So it, it, there, there is a balance point within us where the best of both come. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Religion is sanitized fear. It's a very interesting way but to... But to go through devotion rather than fear is a whole other, whole other thing. Yeah, so uh, then I had another point. It was, oh, yeah. Um, our language is full of the word can't, okay? And uh, that is a command. Uh, I can't believe it. Fine. That's funny. It is. It's actually funny, at least to me. Now, uh, the word won't, however, um, states your power. In other words, if you say, I can't do this, okay, then you're a resigned coward. Let me just put it that way. If you say, I won't do this, then you are visibly in command of your reality. Does that make sense? 
So every time the word can't is about to come out of your mouth, switch it to the word won't, and you will suddenly be powerful. This is a technique of thought, also a technique of language. So the more you want to do to create yourself as a powerful being, the better off you are, and the better off we all are. Because if one of us demonstrates being powerful, then the rest of us go, hmm, if they can do it, certainly then I can do it. And that's one of the few truths left, even though, you know, well, you see what I'm saying. So the idea of being um, powerful, of being courageous, of being bold, of Captain Kirk just turned blue in the face telling us to be, to be bold. Nobody does that. You know, be bold. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll do that then. Yeah. And, and what do you know? You made it true. Uh, the, one of the most ancient expressions is uh, chance favors the uh, hero, but they had another word for it. Chance favors the person who will take a chance. What is that expression? Chance The brave, fav- the bold? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chance I, I remember the, what you're talking yeah. about. Um, well, I think what it is is um, fear is a control. Yeah. Fear is breaks. Fear is a rain that we rein ourselves in with. Mm-hmm. And that when we become more ascended thinkers, we no longer use fear to rein us in. We use discipline. So when we are of higher thought, we use discipline, which is self-love, instead of fear to control ourselves. So it's simply put. If we wish to um, be of a higher, higher knowing and have a better handle on our thinking, then mm-hmm. we discipline our mind. That means we love our mind. Yes. And whatever you love, you don't let viral programs run in all the time. Yeah. But I would say just the use of television and the hypnosis techniques that we use to market things in our, in our society today are really wreaking havoc even when we sleep, even when we are resting and meditating. Those programs are still operating in our mind. And I would call something up um, that Neville used to say all the time that I found to be a very powerful thing uh, for a long time. And that is to stop your thoughts. And the camera is on you now. So, so <laughs> recognize. Ca- but is to stop yes. your thoughts yeah. by, by saying. Um, Just snapping your finger by, to stop by, it. Okay, to stop your thoughts by snapping mm-hmm. your finger. But you were showing people that by saying the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, now stop. You knew F was coming, but you stopped it at E. And mm-hmm. that's actually a good exercise. Practice yeah. saying the alphabet and then stopping. Because we get into you, this loop that we have to finish everything in, in a certain way. If you devote enough of your consciousness to the idea that you are sovereign of the thoughts that are in your head, OCD cannot possibly exist. It cannot, because well, you're giving up to fear. I agree. Now, the thing about fear is it's primarily unconscious. Okay, and to be conscious of having a fear gives you the option to end the fear on the spot. The difference between fear and information is the level of consciousness that you're functioning at. If you are fearful, you're functioning at a lower level of consciousness, absolutely guaranteed. Now, fear is always as a result of missing information. So you can stop it and then blank your mind, which is not difficult to do. If you've ever been sitting in front of a test paper, you have blanked your mind. This is not a difficult thing to do. You, you snap your fingers, you blank your mind, and you say, give me the missing information. <coughs> 
and it appears because it could not do anything else because you are a sovereign being. This is another thing we have no concept of. Everything's God, therefore you're God. How's that for a thought technique? Everything is God, therefore you must be God. But we've been tricked for hundreds of thousands of years, well, I'll give you 16,000 I can think of offhand, where we've been tricked out of our own sovereignty and it's time we reclaim it. I am a sovereign being. I am in charge of my reality. Whatever happens in my life is my idea. If I don't think it's my idea, I'm unconscious. I'm asleep. I'm out of it. I'm unaware. Everything that happens is my idea. Everything that happens is my idea. Now, I didn't say necessarily a conscious idea because your subconscious runs us, runs us to far more than we would care to realize. So the whole principle of hypnosis is to wake up, not go to sleep. When the hypnosis occurs, it can go, come through uh, all kinds of things. Go ahead. It's I have it's more to say on this point. Go, go ahead. ahead. Finish it. Okay, so if you will retrain yourself to wake up when you're being put to sleep, wake up when you're being put to sleep, and then whoever is attempting to put you to sleep, you just say, look, when people attempt to hypnotize me, it doesn't feel good. Now, does my talking to you like this not feel good? Well, then you must be hypnotized. You know, the, the idea of claiming our power, of being who it is we really are, this is what we came here to do. And the more we fool around with the idea that other people determine our reality, ah, come on, it's time to wake up. One, two, three, you are awake. Voila. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, I mean, for Thank being, you for that. For being a sleeper or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't remember what I was going no, to say right. then, but uh, I think that this idea of hypnosis and, and waking up is a very important thing. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. A long time ago, I had been shown in a dream how all this works in the form of colored energy, different mm -hmm. colors of energy, and how it Ooh. seeps into the field and mm -hmm. all this. This was at least 13 years ago. I, I wrote of it in my dream journal. Mm -hmm. And so what I did then is I went into a meditation and programmed myself. Now remember, we, we are constantly, many times a day, in a state of hypnosis, whether you realize it or not. And as we're falling asleep, we are definitely in a state of hypnosis. And that's a good time to say affirmations, and that's what I do. I love and accept myself unconditionally, or whatever that is, I say as I'm falling asleep and take it into the dream time. Mm -hmm. And I, I can affect uh, really powerful things by doing that. But in, the, in this dream, I was shown this color. So as my own self-hypnosis, I program myself to see what is someone else's energy or someone else's thoughts or idea because we certainly don't stop at our skin as we said many times our thoughts don't just stop here they pick up as a matter of fact there was a device they invented to measure the thoughts coming out mm -hmm. that looked very much like your tesla coil that you make with with copper mm -hmm. but in doing this artificial intelligence and and the certain technologies that allow people to move the cursor with their mind as opposed to their hand, like for uh, quadriplegics or whatever, mm -hmm. um, they, they found that, like let's say, say you're thinking of peeling a banana, and it creates a thought form that goes outside of your head, and it can be measured. 
and that 200 people could think of eating a banana and that thought form is going to be similar enough that they can read that thought and know that the person is thinking of eating a banana. This technology is already in use now. Mm -hmm. So what that proves is when we have thoughts, negative thoughts toward each other or whatever we want to call them, that we pick it up. We're intuitive beings, but we also very mechanically pick this up. And most of the time, we don't pay any attention to it because we're tuned into our own radio station. And whatever's going on in their radio station really isn't of interest. But the moment fear, guilt, or doubt get into your consciousness, what happens is your radio dial starts tuning in other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And fear being the greatest of all, and ultimately every one of those words is a fear, what happens is that you then turn, tune out of your radio station entirely and you tune in to wherever the fear is coming from because we are biologically and psychologically programmed to tune in to what's in, uh, putting us in danger in order to survive. But people have, through, th through hypnosis techniques and marketing and all this, and just through manipulating each other, have found a way to utilize that to their advantage. And it, maybe it's not always malicious. Maybe it's just that someone is feeling unsafe and scared and using it to feel better. But the more we become aware of that other color, so I signed another color to anything that is not me or originating from me. And I got to the point where I started seeing, hey, this isn't me. Mm -hmm. But often it just comes in and blends with your own fear and goes into your being. Very well. That's well. why if you can have self-discipline about your thoughts and love yourself enough to really get to know how you think, who you are, without judgment, because judgment separates you from yourself. And if you are not separated from yourself, like the, cat, like the gazelle being separated from the pack, then your fear or these things outside of you can't come and isolate you and take you down. Yeah. So you have to remain at one with yourself, which is, mm -hmm. involves going in and healing your emotional body and the beliefs and the programs from other people that have made you feel you're not lovable or whatever that is that separated you from you. Yeah. Well, we have been talking about uh, how hypnosis affects us. and. Another word for hypnosis is actually meditation, which I think is very interesting. And um, to retrain yourself, the falling asleep part of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, most of us are so stressed by the day that we've put in, you know, which is all fiction. It really is. Okay. That as soon as our head hits the pillow, and there's a real prank if you want to cast a pillow out of concrete. <laughs> no, wait, I'm back. Okay, as soon as your head hits the pillow, you're gone. You don't have any wind-down meditation. You don't have, that's an unbelievably keen opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, as I fall asleep, I have, uh, I go into a system of meditations that uh, are, uh, I've done for so many years that they're literally folds in my physical brain. And I can just walk down these little corridors I've created to um, comb out impurities from, from the day. You know, and so uh, one of our grand, grand and great thought techniques is to recognize it as love. No matter what it is, it's love. If you recognize it as love, it no longer has great any technique. kind. It no longer has any kind of a negative agenda as far as you are concerned. If you can recognize whatever that is as love, then you are master of it. 
then it loves you and you love it. And it doesn't matter what it is, and no matter how negative it is, if you can love it, then you are sovereign. And that's a very important thing. So the idea of, um, what is if the for blessing? no other reason, yeah, what is the blessing is another way to say that. And another technique with it is the idea that um, if for no other reason, if the person that you just have no use for, okay, why is that love? You can love that person because they are giving you the opportunity to be bigger than them. And that was very, very, very noble of them. And uh, I've explained it so many times, I'm not really going to bother with the story, other than to say that about three years after I was shot to death, uh, I recognized that I loved the person because it was my idea I was shot to death without a question. And I loved the man for doing it. And once I loved the man for doing it, I was no longer bound to incarnate in my next lifetime, become a person who could kill and, and hunt that person down and kill them. That's off the table. That doesn't exist. That's not reality. Okay, because I love him for it. Now, whatever game he must play, he must play. But nonetheless, I'm complete with that. And this is the technique by which we become ascended human beings while still alive in our bodies so that we can just walk around radiating as opposed to walking around as radiators uh, overheated, that is to say. But nonetheless, the idea that we are, we are here to become sovereign past 2000. I stayed alive for many years knowing 2012 was coming. But if you asked me in that, that past time period, I wouldn't have been certain that the moment of the day this is the point at which we as a race, we as the human race, we as there's one family on earth, there's one family in the universe, the human family, we're all related. We're all, we're all related. And we all love each other and we are all looking out for each other. It doesn't matter who, what, where, when. This is the deal here. And once we get to that point where we, we're all conscious of this, <coughs> and one more point on meditation. I just watched a tape I did many years ago, which was Carla Neff Gordon, who started to channel. And I just saw the one minute of the tape, and I asked her how, what happened to her that she could channel. And her reply was, I began to meditate every day. And that opened that door to her. And so I just want to re really underline the word meditation. Well, that, that really, you know, I, I had mentioned that earlier as well, and I think mm -hmm. it's very powerful <clears throat> I see the meditation as the H bar, the bar in the H that links um, either our higher self in here or our dream self and mm -hmm. our wake self or dream and wake awareness. And it's, it's a very critical thing. Also, if you don't um, focus your attention on all these spheres that are ricocheting around in your head, well then, what are you going to focus on? And so sometimes people think there's nothing else, so they hang on to that. What meditation does is it opens the door to a lot of other rooms for you to visit and explore, and you start to understand yourself. You start to know yourself. Often, people are terrified of being alone in their own head, so they'll have the TV running 24 hours mm -hmm. a day or listening to music or whatever. And um, on the subject of meditation, I created, and I have some of them online, and you can go to iTunes and uh, go to meditation break mm -hmm. uh, with and or type my name in and it'll come up. Also, the podcast for the TV show Telepathic TV. You can look at that too. And I have one called Sleep that is designed to help you uh, go into sleep. It's a meditation, but it's also 
um, designed as somewhat of a hypnosis to help you relax and go into sleep. And I created a lot of my own meditations because I did not wish to have other people's agendas, so to speak, in, in mm -hmm. my meditation. I found myself listening to certain things that they were saying, and I felt like I, I wanted to cordon that off out of my system or something. But at any rate, I'm going to be putting up more and more that are designed to give you your power and to, give, get, to deprogram you from things that are not serving you anymore. So please uh, subscribe to it because I'll be posting a lot. But at night, I do the same thing. I listen to the meditations that I have created personally for myself. And I do do custom uh, personalized meditations. Excellent. Or hypnosis scripts for uh, people for, for whatever they mm -hmm. would like. So email yeah. me if you're interested in something like that. Because it's a powerful, powerful tool. And there was one other one that I thought was, oh, this idea where you were talking about um, you know, just saying, I claim my power, I'm I happy. claim my power. Well, fundamentally, if you look at life and reality as two very fundamental choices, one is I'm safe in the, within the universe, and the other is I live in a safe universe. They sound the same, and just like plucking a string, they're very close together here. Mm -hmm. But the further you go down, the more of a, a distance yeah, between yeah. the two places. If you say I am safe within the universe, which is really the mass percentage of perspective on this planet, is yeah, there are safe places within this universe, and if I surround myself with white light, and if I put mirrors around my house, and if I fight Satan enough, okay, I'll be safe. Or if I do good works, maybe God will have mercy on me and keep me safe. And it just goes on and on and on, and as long as we have that belief, fear is going to be in place of self-discipline, yes which is actually self-love. If you say I live in a safe universe, that means there is no place that is not safe. And you were talking about being shot to death and saying that you chose that and all. And over the years, we've had many questions from people, well, what about a rape? Or what about a child, something happening with a child? Or any of the number of things that are, are not very pleasant in this reality. Well, if you believe that you live in a safe universe, you have to look for what is a blessing or that somehow there is something divine, uh, divinely orchestrated here and that maybe I'm just not seeing the bigger picture. Now that's a choice. I remember thinking that if it was negative and awful, or I see people think this way, I don't think I ever really thought this way entirely, that that's the truth, that's the reality. Anything lovely is some pipe dream or fiction. Well, actually, if one is true, then both are true. If one is not true, then neither is true. And so if that's the case, choose something that's going to be life-affirming rather than life-limiting. Yeah, why not? And your reality will change from there. Well, that's where we were talking about control versus command. This is another mm -hmm. pitfall people good, have good in their thinking. There's, uh, could we please forget about the word control? I mean, it's, it's simply nonsense uh, because you're the only one that controls you. When your boss tells you to fly to Japan, you're the one that tells your legs to go uh, get on the plane. <laughs> to fly. Yeah, yeah. So that whole thing is ridiculous because now, there is no point at which you are not in command. There is no point at which you are not in command mm -hmm. of your life. You can be in an accident, a uh, car, automobile that kills 27 people, and uh, you survived without a scratch, and that's because uh, 
oh man, look, this is going to be entertaining. Hey, oops. Oh, oh well, any, man, you know, I, I always talk about the Bart Simpson syndrome at this point. So the airplane crashes, Bart's the single survivor. Uh, the first thing out of his mouth, could we do that again? Because that's the way the whole thing works. You determine everything that happens in your life. Go ahead, don't believe it. Just pretend. On some that level. Other people. Maybe yeah. not consciously, but on some level. I'm just yeah. putting that in there because I think it, it changes the meaning and, and makes it a little more grounded for people to be able to grasp that some part of you, we are multidimensional beings. Yes. Some part of us is designing the river bed. And right. so when we have the water going through it, it does mm -hmm. not serve us to fight those currents and attempt to redirect the river through willfulness. But it's be better, rather, to connect with the part of us that designed the riverbed and make new decisions from there. Well, I was reading uh, uh, Marianne Rada's, Rada's book on the subject of um, the word bend. And uh, so there's, uh, this is all happens in less than a page. There's a description of our universe that describes the form of it as a tube torus, which I had not heard before, but this is fascinating. I mean, said that. Okay. I was probably not listening, as mm -hmm. I was saying. Okay. okay. Within this tube torus, there's like a slinky. There's a spiral that's the whole. We as beings that are um, sl uh, light slowed down to the point that we're matter, that we're really light, but it's sort of like we're light on a little miniature vacation. Okay. Uh, as we travel this spiral, uh, when we have thoughts, we can actually get light to bend. We can get reality to bend simply by placing our attention on a different address than the one we have it on. And that's a major technique of thought command well, is that you place your attention somewhere and all of reality bends to put that particular place into existence because you had this thought, we are indeed that sovereign, we are indeed that powerful, and the more we want to know this, the more we want to exist this way, as opposed to the slavery units we have been taught to be. Well, just, just real quick, um, sure. uh, Drunvalo, Melchizedek, yeah. had written two books called The Flower of Life, where he talked about sacred geometry, and he talks very much about the tube Taurus in that we have a tube torus, uh, our chakra system is a tube torus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the bending of reality with our thought is actually proven science yes. through quantum physics. That, mm -hmm. I mean, so this isn't foo-foo stuff, and it's not certainly new either. This is very old information mm -hmm. that has stood the test of time. Oh, excellent. We have a call? Yes, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Maria. Hi, Maria. Maria, what can we do for you? Hi, thank you. Hi, John and Mary. Hi. I want to thank you guys. I, I love watching your show. And I do well, that you. on Thursdays. And I watch the repeats. And lately, I love this idea about saying everything is love. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's been helping me. Great. Yeah. It's been helping me recently at my workplace, even if I see somebody not being nice. Yes, it puts you in charge. Kind, Yet I say I see that as love. Excellent. I bless them in my mind, and instead of saying they against me, I just, I just you know say this is love. Is God showing me a way, another mm -hmm. way to uh -huh. accept this as love? Uh -huh. Oh, that's Sweet. grateful for it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's ascended thinking. That is yeah. advanced evolutionary thinking. So congratulations. Yeah. That's really wonderful. 
Maria, that was very wonderful of you to say that. We love love your call. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. That's confirmation for what we've been uh, been talking oh, about. Uh, it, it, it is is really after a long day of work on Thursdays. I want to come here, you guys. Oh, that would be lovely. We would yeah. welcome you anytime. So thank yeah, yeah. you. Yes, I've been to, to your house, your restaurant once, but um, I'm gonna try to go back. I don't know when is the next, uh, you know, gathering. Okay, yes, um, I'm going to be posting some things online soon. I have not. Okay. Uh, the okay. time has not been there for that. Yeah. But uh, we do go to Ruby Tuesdays after the show for people yeah, that want to just hang out. Yeah, you And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you. So thank mm -hmm. you so much. Yeah. Thank you, and, and thank uh, you for helping me. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you for That's thank very you. Nice. helping everyone you well, help. Thanks you also. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And for just hearing us. I mean, we have yeah. been saying these things and and more i mean we've talked yeah, about so many eons. subjects yeah. if you go to telepathictv.com and look on the archive page that's the tip of the iceberg there's hundred uh, over a hundred two hundred whatever we've done over a thousand shows easily twelve hundred easily well yeah. we're on our I almost to seven hundred here we did 250 in arlington yeah, and then all the ones prior to that yes yeah, 750 certainly. Yeah. certainly a lot of shows and quite a bit <clears throat> we've been saying this for a long time, even mm -hmm. when it wasn't cool to be saying these things, even when everybody thought this was just insanity. So well, it's it. good. Yeah. It's good to hear back from people. We would love yeah. it if you just wrote and dropped a line and say, hey, I listen, because we don't really have a way to know if anybody's even Yeah, no, Nielsen writings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, our, in our whole thing. But this is advanced thinking, whether you can hear it in the with the advanced ears or not. It is advanced yeah. thinking. So, so on the concept of everything is love, I, yeah. I feel that I was given a great start in life because my mother would say, there's always a reason for something. We may mm -hmm. never know it. Mm -hmm. So it didn't seem random. It didn't seem yeah. chaotic. And it felt like love was really driving everything. Mm -hmm. And if we can look at every situation and send love to it, uh, we're empowering it and raising its vibration and actually changing the world. That is the way that works. Yeah. And here comes the duck. And we heard some quacking. Okay. <laughs> well, usually we have music coming, but it's waiting uh, for a bit. Yeah, as we said, it's so, a new crew this evening. Yeah, so do, do check out iTunes, and I think things are going pretty smoothly, considering. Mm -hmm. Yes, all right. Duck Dangling Extraordinaire. Honor, Duck Dangler. And I got expansiveness. And really, that's what we're looking to do. We either live in expansion or contraction. Fear is an act of contraction. Love is an act of expansion. So pick. And you can feel it in your body when you're doing one or the other. And so just let your body tell you. I got authenticity and acceptance, which is... Mm -hmm. um, oh, beautiful. Yes, isn't it? And... Yeah. Uh, only Thank accept you. authenticity is the way. I recently was selling a wands that I made, made uh, uh, 07 and 08, I was making wands, and I sort of, I put them all away. And I just recently uh, remembered, oh, the wands, uh, because I think the world is a little more capable of. You make uh, some awesome stuff, Neville. Yeah, and I put authentic magic wands on them. And uh, the, the 150 people came and noticed that uh, these devices existed and 
Well, Can I just love the blah, minerals blah. you use. Like even in your waveforms, yeah. these are actually very valuable old minerals that mm -hmm. meaning that now people are, are digging and mining minerals that really aren't of the same quality that they used to, like what they pass up before. Yeah. They're but now digging because there are only so many. And so the stuff you have is really good. Yeah. Do we have any calls? Yeah. Uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Ginny. Ginny, what can we do for you? Oh, I would like a tarot card reading, please. Okay. Okay, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, Thank I you. think a lot of the minerals were um, bought and hidden, you know, the, the deep amethyst, deep purple amethyst. Yeah, well, and, and, to and just vanished. like the Moldavite, there, there's yeah. only so much that mm -hmm. is going to be mineable. So, and okay, the first card we get is the card showing an exhaustion. And that can come from working too hard. And even if we're not working really hard, just stressing about things that we think have to get done will cause our body to feel tired. If your mind's racing through, I got to do this, this, and this, the body is thinking, because it doesn't have the eyes to, to, to see it the way our brain does, it just thinks, OK, I can believe the brain. I must be doing all this work. And so it starts funding it, and then it doesn't get expended, and then it gets hard to even sleep. So what it's saying is, is uh, if there's something really draining your energy, consider not doing that anymore or changing it somehow. The okay. seagull is a reminder to rise way above the currents of emotion in the world and life and see it from a different perspective. If the seagull were floating on the top of the water, which seagulls do do when they, they fish, um, and, and they're being buffeted around, all they really have to do is flap their wings and get up out of it. So if there's a situation that you feel that you're stuck in, all you have to do is rise above it and, and you will. And New Horizons, this card can talk about you know, seeking a new perspective, but sometimes it comes up to say that there might be a move coming up for you and, or a new job. But um, what came to me first was a move, a physical move, so keep your mind open to that, and there may be an opportunity even if you don't see that there is one now. So thank you. No, excellent. Yeah. And uh, do we have another caller? We had a number of points while they're debating about the new sure. caller. Um, we just wanted to say that uh, the more it is that you realize, uh, watching our show may set off quite a few realizations, the more you realize, the more reality you have to exist in, which is a very important point. That's great. And I said okay. a few weeks on the sh show, uh, they've come up with the idea that there are perhaps 80 billion Earth-like planets. So that's a yeah. lot of reality. Sure Hi, is. caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Linda. Linda, Hi, Linda. what can we do for you? Hi, I'm, I guess I would love a reading. I've been working with anxiety, high anxiety my whole life. And um, I'm definitely a work in progress. And I wondered if you could give me any assistance or sure. insight. Sure, I would be happy to pull some cards and see what we get. And uh, we'll be doing a show on that topic coming up too, which I think is very vital. Mm -hmm. Well, the first I'm card. I'm gonna hang up. Okay. Okay, sure, that'd be great. Um, the first card we get is the lovers card, but you can see inside the heart is it's like all love from outside. It begins inside. And so if we talk about in context of your anxiety, I, this card reminds me when I looked at it how I describe when I'm helping people through anxiety and emotional turmoil in their life is 
that sometimes there's an event that drops into the stream and then the stream's forced to go around it and those are then we are of two minds mm -hmm. and it's always a matter of fighting and sometimes with long-term anxiety and, and um, stress like that it comes from sometime earlier in your life where you forgot something that seemed to be very important to you and so you didn't trust your overview like what the eagle's saying and so you feel like you have to look at all the detail in order not to miss something. And I've seen this come from someone missing something in the mail that they could have capitalized on and gotten money from, but they didn't see it until it was too late. So from then on, they had to look at everything in the mail over and over again. And then it, they developed an idea that they can't be trusted, so I have to check up on myself, which is really what anxiety is. You're just checking up on yourself, and you're going through your mind like that. Mm -hmm. So what it's saying is to align more with the higher view and start trusting that microcosm and get into the macrocosm of creation. Also, the eagle is a very powerful totem that at least came to me when I was young, when I was really opening up and getting out of my own anxiety and depression. The eagle came to me in dreams and showed up in so many ways and would teach me in my dreams how to live. And so I would ask you to connect with that energy and I think that that can really go a long way. And then the card of erasing personal history is very powerful. Sometimes we are in the habit of having an anxiety about something even if we're not really feeling it anymore. So next time you have an anxiety ask, hey, do I even really feel this? Or am I afraid of having anxiety? And that could really lead you um, mm -hmm. to, to uh, a lot bit different point of view. Breaking thought habits. Mm -hmm. That's a very important thought. Yeah, technique. so thank you for calling yeah, about that yeah, because that's, that's a whole other thing is a lot of the fear we have in our head is a habit. Yeah, and we it is entirely call. possible to uh, Break get it. over that. That's yeah. snapping the fingers. We could do a whole show on that. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Karen. I wanted uh, a reading from Mary, and mm -hmm. I, this is uh, more so about my son, I want to know. Okay, anything in particular? Um, no, just in general. Just in general? Yeah, okay. he started his own um, practice, and I wanted to know which direction it would be going. Okay, he started his own what? Practice. Practice, okay. Yes. Okay, so let's see. Thank you the, so much. Sure, thank you. Thank you for calling. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, Because there, there's always a lot to say about any one person, so it's, mm -hmm. it's good to focus this. Well, this is interesting because this is the card of guidance. And so what it's saying is he's already gotten guidance. And I do feel like he is right on the right track. And sometimes that guidance comes and we don't listen to it. And you can see the person in the picture right there that's kind of turning their head away. But that I feel even if it doesn't look like he's following the guidance at times, overall he is being led and not to worry about that. Now the B comes to remind us to network. The bees work together and create this beautiful uh, hive and, and they have a really tightly run society. And so right now is a time for him to start networking because th there seems to be more information that would be good for him to know that you can get just from talking to other people that are already walking on the path that may change things as they stand with him right now meaning there, there's a branch. I just feel like a branch over here, maybe in a specialty or, or something like that. And then the change card is coming. You can see the leaves change in the fall for a reason. Change is here for good. So the path he's on is fine, 
but I feel like he's going to be guided to go in a slightly different direction, and it's going to be very intuitive and, and not a big disruption. So thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, another caller. Hello. What's your name, please? Hi. Am I online? Yes, you yes. are. What's your name? Oh, perfect. My name is Liz. Hi, Liz. Lynn, what can Hi. we do for you? I would love a reading. I've been going through a lot of transitions, and I'm taking on a business persona, and I would like a reading in that direction. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What's funny is, as I'm pulling these cards, I'll just say it. I saw a website with you. Have you developed one yet for this persona? Is she? I guess she's hung Are up. you still there? Um, well, at any rate, just take that. Um, it, 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 I, it, it doesn't matter whether I, I hear that back or not, because I was seeing it up there. And so if you don't have one, maybe it's encouraging you to go ahead and think about it. And if you do, maybe relook at it and say, it, it is the, I mean, everything we are, this persona of us professionally, personally, and spiritually, is always a work in progress, is always ever-changing evolutionarily. So I would look at it again and maybe say, I, I want to get it a little more to the point or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, this is c celebrating because you have done a lot so far. You've, you've walked a long walk, let's say, and so now it's time to celebrate and show your true colors, which is what the parrot's saying. The parrot is not afraid of showing who they are uh, and revealing who your colors are or what your true colors are. So maybe look at your material or your business plan or whatever and say, is this really me? Am I selling myself short? And that would be the message from that. And the final card is going deeper and looking in. And again, am I, am I limiting myself because I'm afraid of something? The meaning of this card is sometimes we don't go deep within ourselves because we have fears but when we go deeper and look at it those fears are really just tiny fish and what lies underneath them is a treasure chest of ourselves so yes it's treasure of the be who you really are yeah. and and don't look at yourself from the eyes of what the goal is but from that's a really excellent card you've designed, by the way, in case our viewers weren't aware. Yeah, they are online. You can play with yeah. them. I will say the colors and the pictures are much nicer online. They, they didn't come out as well in print, but oh, they're, they're very useful. And yeah, well, I'm here in the studio, so they look, it looks very Great. well. Thank you. Do we have another caller? We don't. Well, anyway, they're the inner wisdom own. and the spirit animal cards. Excellent. But go to telepathictv.com or maryfeeling.com, and you can play with the cards. Also, the chakra affirmations are there, and soon to be Mary's magical messages will be posted as well. Oh, that's excellent. But you can just give yourself insightful readings every day with them. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. So, so our program is on the idea of thought techniques. And uh, one would think that this would be a kindergarten class. One would think. <laughs> but the exact opposite is true. Wow, In kindergarten, yeah. you're you taught bullies, you're taught lack of attention. You're taught just all these things that set you Sugary up. Sugary foods. Yeah, and all of it while you're wired on sugar. How backwards does this planet have to get before we put our foot down and change things? Um, here, have candy bar. No, no, no. Have diabetes when you're 40. Yeah? Could we just change all this Cancel. stuff? Cancel. Yeah. Now, this is the thing. Yeah. What do you think we're doing when we give kids candy? Okay, well, it was our joy and honor to take you to the door tonight. And, and you're going uh, through it. Just don't, I don't want to hear it. Just go through the door. 
and, and check it is out that check out in the arch archives a three-part energy transformation series we did mm -hmm. it has a lot of techniques of keeping your energy field up oh, and everything excellent. but it's three three hours worth of information mm -hmm. it's in the archives mm -hmm. check us out pass pass the links around we're all over YouTube we've done hundreds of shows lots oh, of information yeah, in all of them so thank you more than a thousand shows thanks to all of our uh, crew tonight Donnie and David were out and thank you to everybody and thank you, Scott, by the way, for mm -hmm. to Scott, piloting our little ship, and, the director. And, uh, Pat team. is doing audio as well. Thank you.